This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to kind of discuss lone wolf prepping or group survival. Kind of get to the bottom of the best way to do it, pros and cons of each one, some of the negatives, some of the positives. Um, A lot of things have my mind stirring lately. Um, One is... uh, we reached out with a uh, buddy of ours, uh, Lloyd Bailey. You've heard us mention him recently. And if you've been listening to the show a long time, he's been uh, doing promos way back in uh, in the beginning, I guess. Um, and so Lloyd, uh, Lloyd belongs to uh, a, uh, a prepping group or, or actually a podcasting group called selfdefenseradio.net. Um, and actually, uh, over time he, uh, reached out to us and he was hoping that we'd come into the fold. And this is one of the things that got me thinking, cause I was like, you know, do I want to just do my own thing or can I go further if I'm a, in a big group? Uh huh. And that, that's just kind of one of the things that got my mind stirring. Now the self-defense radio, it's about 10 different podcasts. And they basically work together to help promote each other. Um, so you can check out the website, selfdefenseradio.net. You can see a nice little picture of Kevin and me, little bio. And you can check out the other podcasts. Um, Lloyd has a podcast on there called Arm Lutheran Radio. Also, there's the uh, Polite Society podcast. Um what else? American Pro Guns. Arms, American Guns podcast, Pro Arms podcast. They really like guns there. Oh, Mind for Survival. 
Yeah, that's, I've been listening that's, to that. Uh, new that's to the good. network. I've been listening to them. So, a couple of new things. Um, we'll Remso talk. Republic is uh, one that I've been listening to that yeah. I enjoyed quite a bit. All right. So, I mean, you know, a lot of neat stuff on there you guys can check out. Um, you know, as I go through them, I'll, I'll start to uh, drop other ones, let you know. But uh, just kind of cool to uh, bring into the fold. Now, there's no big uh, commitment. It's just a bunch of people helping each other out. And that's the cool thing is, you know, working together, you can go a lot further. Mm-hmm. But there's some negatives. Um, haven't found any negatives with self-defense radio yet. So far, it seems awesome, and we're psyched to be a uh, proud member. Mm-hmm. But one of the things, when you work together with other people, you have a bunch of different personalities. Everybody has a different vision of what they want. Maybe a possibly a different different belief structure. Mm-hmm. Um, all this stuff has to come into account. Now, obviously, right now I'm talking about a prepper group, and when you come together with different people, you got to take all this into account and say, "What am I willing to give up in order to have the benefit of everybody else?" Mm-hmm. Now, first, what are I guess we kind of go through like the different types of things. Like we'll just kind of go through a list I got here. So operational security. Mm -hmm. If we join a group, then obviously, you know, loose lips sink ships. Mm -hmm. So we got a lot of people that all know, all right, our bug out plan is to go out to this piece of land. We all have together Mm -hmm. or we're going to secure our block and everybody in the neighborhood has, you know, a year's worth of food stockpiled and AR-15s, and they all have at least a thousand rounds of ammo. Well, now everybody in my block knows that, and I'm at risk of anybody they tell. Right. Or you know, anybody friends, who's family going members out is yep. going to say, "Well, you know, you guys, you know, Johnny, you can come out with me too," mm-hmm. and you just it, it can kind of get away from you. Right. Now. When you're the lone survivor, lone wolf prepper, you can kind of keep that as tight as you want to keep it. Mm-hmm. And now, obviously, it doesn't help if you have a big uh, podcast and you tell everyone. And you in tell the world, everybody everything. And you got a big mouth and you just go, uh, go, go. You know, something like that might bite you in the ass. Yeah. Now, my opinion has always been two people can keep a secret if one's dead. So I've been thinking about killing Chuck for a while now. We'll see, see? what happens. Stay tuned next week. <laughs> it might just be me next You'll week. You'll hear Kevin. He'll, he'll do the intro, and he'll be like, with Kevin. And then that's it. I think I got the uh, the intro down, though. I yeah. think I got the, all right. Yeah, you can do it. I think so. All right. So now, all right, so operational security. Obviously, you definitely, the greater number of people involved, the greater your risk. Right. Um, the next thing is, all right, um, skills, Mm -hmm. skills that people have, um, that's obviously, you know, you're limited as just one man, right? You might be a great hunter, a great shooter, a great sniper, but you might be terrible at medical stuff. Medical stuff. You might be screwed if you you break your own leg. Farmer. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you do things yourself. You know, sometimes you just need a second person, even if they're matched in your skills, you Uh know, but yeah, so some of those things, you know, maybe a guy's a blacksmith, maybe the guy's the handyman, 
maybe the guy's law enforcement and just kind of knows how they're going to do things mm-hmm. and knows when things go bad, hey, this is the way to do it. Right. Now, before I get too far away with this, I've been thinking a lot. A lot of the uh, the shit hits the fan scenarios that everybody comes up with, it's kind of catastrophic. And, and most of the ones we've talked about on this podcast are, you know, EMP, you know, everything lights out or economic collapse. The government falls apart in no time, you know, because mm-hmm. basically there isn't money. So you can't pay the soldiers, you can't pay the sheriffs. Uh-huh. Things kind of turn into anarchy pretty fast. Um, it's very possible that you have some kind of hybrid in between uh-huh. where things are just crappy. Yeah. And then, you know, being really close with your neighbors when cops take two hours to show up might yeah, be that's a good probably thing, a, benefit. a good kind of security. And getting your neighbors at least connecting with the ones who are open to gun ownership and training with them and getting them to stockpile weapons while they still can. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, knives could be outlawed at any moment. Right. We we might have to, you know, show ID to buy toothbrushes because you might whittle it into a shiv or something. I don't know what you guys That's are doing right. out there. Mm-hmm. Um, anything's possible. But so all these things make you look with a like, different set of eyes. You know, what is your your risk level to, you know, what you're going to do? Yeah, benefit. Now there's there are a lot of benefits um, for having a, a group group survival. I think there's a lot of benefits. Um, but what do you got? Well, I mean, you've got a better de- defense team. Yeah, you know, if you can you can defend a, a piece of property with uh, twelve people a lot better than you can with one. Yes. Um, larger pool of knowledge to draw from. You know, you've got uh you've got people with different skills. We already kind of touched on that one. Yeah, but I mean, some might be better at fighting, which mm-hmm. also can train the group. Right. Um, you know, I, I know you're like, well, you know, I want to fight, and I can go to my MMA class up the road and as a lone survivor prepper, but how cool are you if you can work together? Like, I don't have to go seek out all this information. Somebody in the group can kind of work with me. Can teach it. As we do sure. as we go along, you know? Mm-hmm. So that that's definitely a plus. Yeah, uh, definitely, uh, you know, when you have a shared workload, you know, you can get more more done as a group than individuals working separately. Like force multiplier kind of idea. There you go. You know, many hands make light work. Sure. Um. Sure. L- look at those freaking pyramids. Those guys, they weren't <laughs> messing around. Wasn't, wasn't one dude that built that. Um. You don't make shit like that happen without two that's or three right. guys. But, uh, you know, there's with a group, there also comes uh, disadvantages. Okay. Right? Um. You know, especially in a in a, a bad situation, um, sometimes their people are under pressure make make bad decisions. They become unpredictable. Okay. You know, stress over time. It might just have somebody that that thinks about backstabbing and and looking out for themselves. So day to day, they might be cool, but then all of a sudden, when things get stressful, mm-hmm. when you know somebody's family gets hurt or arrested or something mm-hmm. maybe they fall apart yeah you know all of a sudden they're you know emotional and whatever what if all of a sudden oh i need revenge mm-hmm. you know those the police came and did this to me and now i'm gonna go after the police mm-hmm. or maybe the neighbor gang 
keeps messing with us and they killed my kid and now I'm devastated and I'm going to put the whole group at risk because I need to go out and get revenge. Right. You know, maybe there's a place for things and, and justice mm-hmm. and whatever, but I'm just saying you need people who are in alignment with right. you. Right. Um, and, you know, when you have a large group, it's, uh, you know, it's easy to, to track a large group of people that are moving. Uh, and it's it's not real easy to hide a group of people. You know, if you have 12 people living in a house in a in a uh, somewhat abandoned neighborhood, you know, it's going to be a lot easier to notice. I agree with that. And on the flip side, you know, the lone wolf or, you know, so that that's one point kind of for the lone wolf. Uh-huh. But then again, the big group is definitely a hard target. That's and right. everybody notices you and sees you and says, you know what? They got 50 guys with AR-15s. That's mm-hmm. a small army. I'm not messing with them. Right. Um, the other thing to think about with uh, with a group is, um, you know, there's going to be, uh, if there is a shortage of food, shortage of gear, you know, you're going to be sharing your, your food and gear with everybody else. Yeah, that gets tough. Yeah, especially if you're if you're the one bringing most of the uh, the stuff in. You know, if you're, if you're one of the, um, you know, one of the uh, producers in the group. Oh. It might be difficult to start handing out all the food you brought back. That's like John to everybody Ball else. talk there. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the problem. When you're a group, does socialism sneak in? Ooh, that is a scary word in the prepping community. Yeah. Well, you know, social socialism works sometimes. Works in the family. That's right. I mean. Your family's socialist, in a sense. You know, your kids probably don't pitch in what mom and dad are pitching in. Uh Uh-huh. They're not paying any of the bills. Not paying the bills. Nope. You know? And yet, we take care of them. Mm. We all get the same portions at dinner, although mine might be a little bit big. I always get the big piece of chicken. You get the big piece of chicken? Every every night. All right. Now, also, you want to think about trustworthiness and loyalty. That's right. You know, if you're... you're bugging in with your group that consists of uh you know your two brothers and sister and their spouses and uh you know kids you might end up you know being a a very loyal group but if you're uh if you're bugging in or bugging out with um you know your neighbor down the street and the guy that you know you met at the gun range and was his wife really attractive and she's hanging out. You know, maybe he's really attractive kind of, and into oh, my wife. I don't know. See? These things can go down a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. You guys got to realize. Um, I had touched on it a little bit earlier, your view of life. Right. Um, so, you know, maybe some guys are like Nazis. Or maybe, I don't know, that's the only thing that people don't like anymore is just it's Nazis. It's just Nazis? Yeah. So I mean, I I've got a whole long list you of things list I don't of hate? like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I got maybe a whole you have Kevin list. with you, and he hates all kinds of uh-huh. things. Hates people who don't have beards because they're just weak. Weak. You know what always freaks me out is people who smile for no freaking reason. You know, psycho. What are you smiling about? Like, what the hell's <laughs> wrong with you? I'll kill you. Why are you just smiling? <laughs> Am I funny? Am I like a clown? <laughs> I don't get it, man. People are just happy. I just want to beat the crap out of them. Like, what's wrong with you? You don't know the world we live in. So yeah, you know, there's there's issues uh-huh. we got to realize. Just somebody walking around laughing all the time. You don't want that in your group. Just want to knock that shit right out. Um, 
attitude. Somebody yeah. with a crappy attitude can bring down the group. Chuck. Oh <laughs> shit! You're just gonna drop my name like that? Yeah. No. There's there's a lot of people that uh that are just negative about everything. You know, always looking for the uh, the black lining. You Something know, it's always now in the navy they used to have a saying: a bitching sailor is a happy sailor. Right. Right. It's when people stop bitching that you have to worry about a mutiny. <laughs> That's you got to vent a little bit, mm-hmm. but just the same. Like you said, somebody can really kill morale. Right. Somebody who's always pointing out problems. And, like, you guys know what I'm talking about. There's always people, like, you'll work with or or something like that. And you're like, I don't know what it is. That guy's just an asshole. Mm-hmm. You know? And just anything they do. I mean, I'm not mentioning any names. But in our in the Facebook page, Facebook uh, uh-huh. Slam Prepping Badass, let me tell you. There are people who freaking have to put a negative comment every freaking time. <laughs> and I'm like, damn it, just say something nice. Yeah, just dragging time, the whole spirit him, of things down. And I'm like, really, dude, you have to go there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, there are those people, and you want to be careful about bringing those people in your group. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think we mentioned way back in another podcast where you're like, oh, you know, but there's that crazy guy. Mm-hmm. And the crazy guy, yeah, you don't want to deal with him 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. But then when you're in a gunfight. Best guy to have on your side. You're like, oh, yeah. You so, need a good psychopath uh, in a gunfight. It's just not real easy to deal with that person the rest of the time. You know, sometimes that person is more dangerous to you than he uh, than he is, you know, to the enemy. So I mean it's uh it's definitely something to think about when you're when you're looking at a group as far as um trying to trying to keep the personalities together that that aren't going to clash too much. Right. Um next thing and it's kind of the same thing but it's not a motivation. Mm-hmm. Now, this actually is something to think about when you're lone wolf prepper. Right. Um what's kind of going to keep you going? Give you that drive, you know? Eventually you get defeated. You know, you you put up the shelter and it starts raining and it just doesn't hold water and you're, it leaks and you're, you know, just laying in crap and you get things going and then it falls apart or, you know, you catch a pig and, oh, I got that wild boar, I'm going to eat good tonight. And then he breaks through the cage and ends up getting away. You can get defeated and discouraged easy. Yeah. Um, with yeah, mental. Girl, you kind of have more people to push you and build you up. Right. But again, you could end up with the wrong guy, the more people to tear you down. So a lot of upsides to a group, but you got to choose that group carefully. Right. Also, one of the big upsides to having a uh, prepping group that's kind of established is that you have a lot of bodies. When you're fighting a war or whatever, you're going to battle with other, you know, gangs and whatever. Mm -hmm. If like 10 people die... Fuck it, you got lots more, don't even worry about it. Yeah, well, you know, Napoleon said that uh, nobody could ever defeat him because he spends uh, 30,000 lives a month. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's... Just, hey. just keep killing him. Um, I'm not sure that's the attitude you want in your prepper. You'd group. want to project that attitude anyway. No, no, that that's just for leadership. You right. know, like the government, they're like, yo, you know, don't even worry about don't it. Don't even worry about it. So, yeah, I'm just saying there's options. Mm-hmm. Now... 
So there were a lot of things going on in the news. Was there? And it turns out that Uranus smells like farts. Yeah. They just figured this out. Yeah, I did hear about this, and it makes sense, you know. <laughs> Logically. Yeah. Uh, two types of gas up there, and um, one has a uh, distinct rotten eggs smell around it, mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. So. so they said the surrounding clouds around Uranus. Mm-hmm. Not so, my anus. No. <laughs> the planet Uranus. Oh, the planet. Right. All right. So this is uh, an article from Popular Science. Mm-hmm. And you guys might want to check into that. I, I found it very fascinating. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of talk. I've actually heard it several places. So it's kind of exciting. Oh, yeah. And there's also some good news um, that rapture didn't happen. So we're all still here. Here, I was um, a little awkward because I I had said some things to people like, uh, you know, that. Let me it. tell you what I really think about you. <laughs> and then the next day I saw him and I was like, oh, I'm high. <laughs> yeah, hope we're, hope I was hoping Jesus friends. was going to take me, so I gave away all my worldly possessions to the poor. Logically, and now I'm because you were like, I'm going to go up like uh-huh. freaking like a baller. That's right. You know, the least of these that mm-hmm. was going to be you. That was going to be me. But no, nope. now I'm just so broke. Um, also, you uh, you saw something else you were telling me about. Monroe, Louisiana. And what's going on in Louisiana? Well, there's a uh, a break-in in a house. <clears throat> okay. A uh, woman came home, and uh, this is April 17th. This is a couple of weeks back. Okay. Um, Evelyn Washington is the person they found. Uh, she She found this intruder in her house. Not right. wearing any clothes. Ooh. Taking a bath in, in her bathtub. That's awkward. And eating a bag of Cheetos. Yeah. Now, as far as why that woman no, wait, ended up there. Wait, wait, stop. Were they her Cheetos? You know, the article did article up? didn't say. That, I feel and like that's, that's a key point. That's an important thing there. All right. Where did the on. Cheetos come from? Go on. Well, they, you know, they, the lady was just uh, insane. And the police came and arrested her and took her away. There's no... Uh, no real threat, but I know that if I came home and there was a uh, middle-aged homeless woman in my bathtub, I, I wouldn't even mess with it. No. Nope. I wouldn't even mess around with it. Actually, I have... You can have the house now. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going. You're out. <laughs> I do that, several stories I have, actually, so you know they, we could go on all night. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I was just married and... I, I come downstairs one morning, and apparently a homeless man came in the back door and was sleeping on the couch. And I was young, so mm-hmm. I'm like, dude. And he's like, dude. And just gets up and walks out. And I'm like, huh, that was weird. <laughs> you know, I had, a, had that exact same thing happen to me. and yeah. uh, Except he was so drunk I couldn't wake him up. That's awkward. And uh, I had three roommates. It was, or, sorry, I had two other roommates. And, you right. know, me makes three. And uh, me and the other, one of the other roommates were kicking the couch, kicking him, nothing. But we didn't do anything about it. We just assumed it was the third roommate's friend. Mm. So we left the door open. It was like December. We just said, screw it. We got to go to work. And uh, we came home. He wasn't there anymore. And How we about asked, your stuff? We asked the third roommate. No idea. 
Your stuff? stuff was still there. All right. Yeah. So now I found out uh, about three or four months later, uh, my neighbor asked me if one of his friends had broken into my house. Mm. I said yes. That probably, that must have been what happened. Check. Yep. Um, I had uh, when I was in Virginia Beach, and this may be a uh, old story for you guys. I don't know. Not Virginia Beach. When I was in Chicago in the Navy, because mm-hmm. obviously the Navy's in Chicago. Because where else? All that water. All that water. So I'm uh, sleeping. I get the nudge. Oh, oh, I hear somebody downstairs. There's somebody in the house. Yeah, whatever. Go back to sleep. I'm like, no, no. Somebody, and I get the nudge again. Hey, there's somebody in the house. No, no, there's nobody. No, they are. They're because they're standing in the bedroom door. And I'm like, let me look into this. <laughs> Maybe I should open me, my eyes a little bit and investigate. See, let me see what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, there's a dude standing in the bedroom door, like all awkward. <laughs> you know, I had the uh, Macaulay Culkin kind of look going on, you know? And uh, <laughs> so I jump up. Back then, I think it was like uh, tidy whities Okay. So, and. I, I go running, and this is Navy housing, so it's uh, like concrete floors with the they had the tile on there that I don't know was slippery as shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I go running, slide. He's bolting down the stairs, run whatever, goes out the back screen door, slapping. I go running out the screen door, chase him across this like football field play area for the kids or whatever. Uh huh. Get about halfway out there, and I'm like, you know, I'm in my underwear, and I'm outside. I'm like, what am I going to do if I catch this guy? (laughs) And uh, it occurs to me that that was probably not my best move. So Mm. I go back in the house. I call the base police, and I'm like, oh, you know, there was this guy came in my house, and they were like, well, did you catch him? I'm like, well, no. And they're like, well, then what do you want us to do about it? And I was like, dicks. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. So they were like, but if you want, not right now, but tomorrow morning, you can come in and we'll take a report mm. and we'll write it up. Good work, guys. And I'm like, will that do anything? Well, no, but that way we'll have a report. <laughs> They're going to have a crack team of investigators <laughs> researching this. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe that's not so much the, uh, mm-hmm. the plan. So, and again, the same thing, though. I think, you know, as a drunk neighbor came in the wrong house. Mm-hmm. I think it just happens. Yeah. Apparently, that's like... Drunks like, happen. That's the, you should lock your doors. Uh-huh. Secret of the pros right there. Yeah, yeah. Now, I didn't start locking now, my doors then. Yeah. But soon after... Well, once, not soon, but... Once I started locking my doors, I stopped finding vagrants in my house. Really? So, I mean, that is that, something... That's a thing? Yeah, you might want to lock your doors if that's not something you're excited about. All right. Now, before we bore you guys too much and, and you're already like, all right, you know what? They're done talking about what they're talking about and I'm going to run away. Well, hold on a minute. I say, whoa. 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 So, you know, we've been building up this podcast and and building up the audience we try and bring you guys a great show every week and and we try and do good things and it turns out all our efforts we now have some sponsors exciting news exciting news so we found this great company that actually our producer ethan 
who you know very little about because uh-huh. we keep it on the down low. Ethan actually reached out, and there's a company, uh, MyMedic.us. Okay. That's no, like a www.mymedic.us. Okay. Now, these guys sell first aid kits, first aid supplies, like all kinds of stuff. Like you want, I, I don't know, suture kits or, you know, any of the fancy medical shenanigans, tourniquets and Israeli battle dressing and that kind of stuff. They got it. Mm-hmm. Now, what's cool is not only do they have it, but for our listeners, you're actually going to get 15% off. Nice. So nice. when you're spending your money, you're like, wait, I can help support the Survival and Basic Badass podcast while at the same time putting a little extra coin in my pocket. That's right. And I'm talking about your pocket, not Kevin's pocket, you mm-hmm. the listener's pocket. Right. Um. So what you're going to want to do is go to MyMedic.us, and then use the promo code, you guessed it, BADASS, because, mm-hmm. come on, really. That's always it. And That's it. Now, what's cool is they have these good uh, survival kits, and we're going to actually go through one and, and talk about it on the show. We're going to kind of open it up and talk about what's in there. But there's a couple of extra items that I might want to add to it. To kind of expand, make it, we'll say, a badass medical kit. And what you could do is they sell these extra items. Mm-hmm. So you can add it all together, and we're going to tell you what those you mystery can make a, items a are. Customized bag. A customized bag. Mm-hmm. If possible, we might even give away a customized bag. To one of our listeners. I think that's a that's a good idea. You guys might remember that we gave away a uh, SOG Jungle Primitive mm-hmm. knife. Happy listener out there. Um, his name eludes me at the moment, but he yeah, was happy. Right. I remember. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I think we're gonna we're gonna dig into this a little bit. We might even so, make a uh, some a videos video for it. I think we can put together some videos. So anyway. You guys want to check that out, mymedic.us. I'm also going to put it in the show notes. Also, you'll see some uh, some of the cool products they offer scrolling along in your Facebook because we're going to try and shoot those out to you. But remember, when you go there, you want to use the code BADASS because 15%. That's right. That's like real dollars That's in your pocket. That's better than 10%. 5% better. Mm-hmm. So with that, we also, if you guys have any comments, things you want to hear about, different uh, show topic ideas, different things you want to learn about, you want to email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Um, eventually, I'm going to put together the website a little bit smoother than it is mm-hmm. at preppingbadass.com. Um, I am going to put together a page on there for our sponsors, but I haven't got there yet, so be a little bit patient with me. And, you know, when you see things come along, just remember, you use the promo code BADASS, it's going to open doors for you. That's right. So, is that it? Feeling good? That's all I got. All right. So, with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm.